What's going on, podcast listeners? This is your boy, Eddie Too Rich. And I'm here to recap last night's betting and also to preview tonight's November 11th slate. There's only three games on the slate, so it's going to be a quick one. Let's go ahead and recap the games from last night. We're going to go ahead and start with the highest highs and the lowest lows. This is a segment I like to call, basically, we're just recapping the best picks that I had and the worst calls that I had. So let's start off with the higher highs. I like to be, you know, start off with positivity. Have like a little sandwich. You know how most jobs, they, be, they give you a compliment sandwich. They'll tell you something good about yourself. Tell you that you suck. And then finish with a compliment. Be like, oh, you're wearing nice shoes. I like you. But you fucking suck. So let's go ahead and go get to it. Um, my highest high, I would definitely say calling OKC to win. Calling the money line and calling those points. Telling you to take the points. I spent a lot of time talking how freaking the Pelicans should not have been favored at all. Like, they were plus five. And I'm like, they are on a seven-game winning streak. I mean, losing streak. So why the hell are they favored? What makes them so favored in Vegas right now? They probably predicted Brandon Ingram to come. He didn't come back. He didn't come back say today. Zion wasn't walking through those doors. So... I felt good about OKC and Shy Gildress Alexander, Josh Giddy, and them boys. It's simple as that. A low, a lowest low that I had was definitely calling the Raptors, leaning towards the Raptors versus Celtics. Uh, the Raptors, they're a young team. Siakam just came back, and they're still trying to adjust to that. I mean, you got to give him time because he hasn't played. He hasn't had, you know, practice time like that. He's been out trying to rehab, get back. So... You know, that's, I mean, that happens. I mean, Tatum barely showed up anyway. He had a freaking terrible shooting night. So, you know, he was a good rebounder last night. I think he had, like, oh, double-digit rebounds. So, hey, charge to the game. Another highest high I had was Pistons' money line. I mean, I told you, every time Cade is on TV, I'm going to rep, and I'm going to bet on Cade. He's a big-time player. You see Jalen Green had that sweet jump shot. Had 23, but it didn't matter because at the end of the day, the most complete team is going to win. And Cade was on the most complete team in that game. I watched that game the whole time through, and I was like, bro, this shit looks like a middle school, high school game. Literally, you have deflections off deflections. People are getting freaking called out because they tipped the ball out of bounds. Like, it, it was pathetic. Like, I'm like, half of these dudes were, like, role players on good teams, and then now they, like, sunk into the shit, the shit show. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it is crazy. Like, I see Trey Lyles. I was like, bro, I remember when he was on Utah, and he was, you know, a role player on there. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing here? He don't even start for the Pistons like that. So, and then Isaiah Stewart, the dang second, second rookie all-team player, he freaking damn near fouled out. <laughs> he could have fouled out in the second quarter, but they overturned a lot. They overturned a, a call and stuff like that. So, I mean, hey, but the Pistons won. Like I said, Katie's better than Jalen Green. And the discussion. I don't care if you could just score. You need to do more than that. Cade was defending. He was switching. He, you know, he, he he's, he's, he's going to be great. I'm telling y'all, he's going to be great. Buy your stock in Cade now. If you don't buy your stock in Cade now, you're stupid. It's just like missing out on Shib. Sheba. 
missing out on Dogecoin. You missed out on two of those and you don't get on Elon right now, get your ass, get your ass uh, out, the, out this world. You need to go to like Australia or something, dude, because honestly, you're missing out on so much. It's like that, it reminds me of the Squidward meme when he's out, when he's sitting in his crib looking at uh, SpongeBob and Patrick play outside with the bad face. That's how you are. You're missing out on good, good, good opportunities to make money. And betting on shit teams is making a lot of money. You see, my highest highs were two teams that were underdogs. OKC and Pistons. It don't even matter what the hell I did the rest of this slate. If I predicted OKC and Pistons, that's enough. You know what I'm saying? That's enough. Because most of your cappers aren't. They probably pick, oh, they, I'm going to pick the Rockets because they're favored. I'm going to pick the, you know, the Pelicans because they're favored. Don't even know who the hell's on the roster. Don't even know who Herbert Jones is or Trey Murphy or, you know, I'm name dropping people that you probably never heard of. But, you know, I'm, I'm in this game. I've been in this game for too long to be disrespected. So, you know, I've been in the game for about six years. And I've been – I just watch basketball. I'm a basketball head. Basketball, football, any sport. Hey. So you could literally ask me who's the 11th guy on the team. And nine times out of ten, I'll probably know it. So – yeah, Pistons money line. That was that was probably my best call. I knew it. But okay, see, definitely. I mean, one A, one B. I mean, who's counting though? Next, all right. Lowest, another lowest, lowest. Memphis. I predicted Dylan Brooks was going to come back, but I didn't expect that type of heroic performance from Charlotte. Like, are you kidding me? Kelly Oubre drops thirty-seven off the bench. What? 37 off the bench? I'm thinking Miles Bridge is going to go off. I'm thinking, you know, LaMelo's going to go off. LaMelo ain't even doing that. He's 12 points. Miles Bridge is 10 points. That's 22 points. They scored 118. Who the hell was giving them all these other points? Kelly Oubre went 13 to 17 off the bench. Yeah, that's why That's why Wednesdays, it's, you got to sprinkle money a lot of the times. That's why when I was doing the podcast, I kind of said lean. Because it's Wacky Wednesday. I didn't mention that the whole time, but, yeah, I have days. I, I named these days up. It's Wacky Wednesday yesterday. And Wacky Wednesday, a lot of wacky shit happens. I mean, literally, Charlotte won. Pistons won. OKC won outright. You know, like, it's a lot of wacky shit that happens. Like, freaking Cleveland Covered by a point five of a spread, you know the Bucks won versus the Knicks. Underdog underdogs win a lot. Uh, Denver won. Lakers won outright. You know, like stuff like that. It's Wacky Wednesday. That's why we call it Wacky Wednesday. Cause wacky shit happens. So you got to be aware of that as a better. Like some of these days are Vegas is gonna play with Wednesdays. It's in the middle of the week. People trying to collect their bankroll. For the weekend, for NFL, college football. Now we got college basketball. So there's a lot of games that we could touch. So a lot of people are building up their bankroll. They spend a lot of money on Wednesdays for some reason and lose a lot of money on Wednesdays. And then now you're going into Thursday like, I need to get my money back. So the market's got you. Literally, this is a game within a game. So you got to realize that as a better. You can't just be blindly putting money down on teams. Because if you just, as you see, if you bet favorite, you would have won. You would have lost a lot of games, but you would have won some too. You probably would have won 500, honestly. That's how close these games were. 
And the set of the forget it play of the day was the Warriors. I told you guys, turn off the TV, put Warriors money line, set it and forget it. The Warriors are on a hot streak. When you're when Steph Curry is in that mode, you cannot you cannot fade him. It's hard to it's hard to fade Steph Curry. You know, he he is really carrying this team. And, you know, Anthony Edwards, shout out to Anthony Edwards. I mean, he dropped 48 points, you know, trying to carry his team to victory. But, you know, the Warriors are a complete team. When you got Wiggins dropping 35, you know, he, he was, it was a motivational game for him. You guys traded me? Okay, bet. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off. And he went off for 35. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen Wiggins, like, drop 35 in a game. In a long time, other than 2K on some fake shit, but you know, Sue Steph Curry, Steph Curry at 25, quiet night, but he still, you know, he still did did great. I mean, they still won by 13, covered the spreads. They're spread gods, literally. They literally cover almost every spread, and I'm interested to see their next matchup versus the Bulls. That's going to be two teams that are pretty good with the spread. And, you know, I'm going to tune into that game. That's on Friday night. That's a Friday night special. So we're going to talk about that game when we get to that. But now let's go ahead and cover this slate for today. All right. So we got the Toronto Raptors at Philadelphia. Toronto's coming off a back-to-back. Um... Yeah, they got Siakam back. I don't know if he's going to play the back-to-back. But, you know, and we got Philly, who's coming in. Coming in 8-4. One of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. They're coming in on a two-game losing streak. So, and recently, they played twice this year already. And Raptors won the first one. Philly won the second one. And now they're playing for a third time this season. Let me check some more stuff real quick. Give y'all some more information on these games. I can spend a little bit more time on these games so we can really dissect it. And, you know, so you get a good pick. Because basically when I tell you, like, my picks, I'm I'm not giving you guaranteed locks or anything like that. I mean, that's what my VIP group is for. I'm giving you information so that you could be a smarter, better, and non-biased opinions. Like, I'm giving you both sides of the spectrum. I'm not going to tailor my take towards something. I give you the information first and then give you my personal take on it. That's how it works. So I don't want you to be mad at me because, oh, the, the Raptors lost. You suck, whatever. No, I, I literally just gave you my opinion on... The Raptors, I lean towards the Raptors. I didn't say, oh, lock it in, guarantee, you know, whatever. It's, we just, I'm just talking, I'm just telling you facts, giving you the stats, and then I'm giving you my, my opinion on it, my take on it. So you can take it or leave it, literally. <laughs> All right, so Toronto, they're 4-0 in road games. They average a score of 108, and... They give up only 95 points to their opponent. They 4-0 against the spread. They're 
Over under is one and three, so the under hits three, three out of four times on the road. Okay, let's go to Philly. Philly is four and three at home, three and four against the spread. They average 108 points, and they give up around 104. So, like I said, I am. I currently don't know what to feel about this game. So far, there's a lot of money coming in on coming in on both. I mean, bets are coming in on both sides for the spread, and eighty four percent of the money is on the Philadelphia seventy sixers, and they have been playing okay without Embiid. I don't mind taking them in this spot, but. I'm a believer in the Raptors shaking back. I mean, they have been on a cold streak, and this line is at plus two. There's no real value either way right now. I mean, I think this line is set at where it's supposed to be. I mean, the Philadelphia is depleted, but a lot of people don't realize that they have a great center in Andre Drummond. This year, they're more prepared. They had Dwight Howard, who... Finished the game with 11, 11 minutes, zero foul. I mean, six fouls. So that's definitely an upgrade from Dwight Howard. Andre Drummond is a walking double-double. He's a walking 18 and 13, literally. He'll get you 18, get you 13 rebounds off the bench if he wanted to. So, and now you got him moving into a starting role with expanded minutes. And he's probably the focal point of the offense if Seth Curry's unable to go. So, and you got these young guards and Maxi going off. You know, you got Maxi, you got you got Milton. Maxi and Milton are going off like crazy with Drummond 17 and 20 last game, but they still ended up losing to the Bucks. The Bucks finally got their got a big. So that's why it's big for the Bucks. Bobby Portis is back, that's big for them. As long as he's in the lineup. It don't matter if Brooke Lopez is there, obviously. If they got one serviceable big that they could play with, they're going to probably win nine times out of ten. Because you got the best player in the world, and he finally got a big. Because when Giannis plays center, I mean, it's a great advantage. It just depends on what team you're playing. Because if he's playing like a center like Jokic or like, you know, someone that's a true back-to-the-basket center, he's not, he's not built. He's a wing player. You can't just force him to just be in the in there bumping with, you know, Joel Embiid and, and, and DeAndre Aiden and crap. Like, that's not his strength. His mismatch is putting him on the wing, having him go against somebody that's a little shorter, and taking him, taking him to the cleaners. You know, that's Giannis's game. So, but with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Toronto in a get right spot. Actually, I'm gonna lean, I'm gonna take Toronto in a get back get, get right spot today. So I'm going Toronto plus the points. I might buy some, but I'll sprinkle a little bit on Philly's money line just to just to see. But I think I'm going Toronto. No, nah, I'm not even gonna sprinkle nothing. I'm going Toronto because I feel like they're gonna get it back today. They're gonna get right today. It's a get right game. So. Let's go ahead and lean towards Toronto. Matter of fact, let me take that back. All right, Indiana versus Utah. So we have Utah coming in four and seven. 
they no Indiana's coming in four and seven at Utah eight and three. Indiana has been uh, like I like I was saying yesterday. They're very inconsistent. I mean, you know, they're they were expected to beat the Nuggets. They lost by three. You know, like Indiana should when they're favored, don't touch them. It's simple. Leave them alone. They're two and they're two and four, two and five as a favorite when you touch them. The the Nuggets are four and two as an underdog now. So obviously we need to adjust that. When Jokic isn't playing, obviously this team is good enough to win. I mean, they are missing Jamal Murray. Whenever Jamal Murray comes back, this team might be a top two, top three team in the West. Literally. Jamal Murray, they have they have a lot of pieces that could work, especially with a healthy Michael Porter, healthy Aaron Gordon. And you got Monte Morris coming off the bench with a lot of these boys, Campito, and, you know, they got Bol Bol. They got different types of people. Jeff Green is a sleeper addition for sure. Like, literally, this team is loaded. And a lot of people are asleep. Will Barden is on this team still. Like, they are deep. You got to watch out for this team, especially when Jamal Murray, if he comes back and when he comes back. They have some players. You know what I'm saying? So be on the lookout for them. Be on the lookout for when Murray comes back. Because they're, they're for real. As you see, they win games without their star players. And that's, and that's a good team. That's the type of teams you want to back because you get value. It was plus three and a half. You could have easily took three and a half and won that game. Or took money line, you know? If you'd be like, oh, this is just a better team. You could just go based off record than that, you know? Blindly bet them. But, hey, I mean, stuff happens. I'm shocked in the Patriots. They should have took advantage of that game, but now they got a tough tough matchup with the Jazz. The Jazz are coming in 8-3, like I said. They're 4-0 at home. They average about 114 points, shooting almost 47% from the field. And their opponents average 101, only shooting 44% from the field. So it's about a 13-point difference at home. They're 3-1 against the spread. Um, this might be my setting and forget it game. Okay? I think I'm going Utah Jazz, money line, set it and forget it. This is my set it and forget it game of the day. Go to sleep. It's 8 o'clock. I know you got work. You're trying to get to Friday. So, set it and forget it. Utah Jazz money line. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna beat the Pacers. Pacers strength are they're bigs. Miles Turner, Sabonis. Their guard play is okay. I mean, you got the rookie Dorote from uh, from Oregon, and you got and you got uh, Malcolm Brogdon who's coming in who came in the game yesterday, Gimpy, but he ended up playing. And we don't know if he's going to play off a of back-to-back. So I would go ahead and lock in this line early just in case they do sit some people because they are playing off a of back-to-back. But I like the Utah Jazz money line. This is almost like my no-brainer. I'm just going to set and forget it, and I'm going to go to sleep after that. You know what I'm saying? So enjoy the benefits. All right. So next, Miami versus – the Clippers. Miami's coming in. Coming in off a loss. 
They're seven and four. They lost to the Lake Show last last night. Jimmy Butler came down with an injury. So that's why this line right now is currently sitting at two and a half. Miami. Um usually when Miami is down a player, they usually play strength in numbers. They they like playing tough whenever they're down people. I don't know why Miami's so resilient, but Eric Spolster is a great coach. They still got the coach from when LeBron was there. He's still in the league. That te- that goes to show to tell you that LeBron is great, but the coach is also a factor. Because why would you keep a job? It's you know LeBron was winning when I was in high school, 2013, 2014. You know what I'm saying? And this dude's still in the league, and it's 2021. Wake up, people. Eric is a great coach. And when you have a great coach and you're missing your star player, that's when the coach thrives. You know what I mean? And so let's look at the numbers. Miami's 3-2 and two on the road. I mean, 3-3 three and three on the road now. My bad. 109. They average about, you know, 109 a game. Their opponent's average 104. Um, let me see. The Clippers are four and two at home. They average about one hundred seven, and they only let their opponent get average average about one hundred one point two. So, I I actually like Miami in the get right spot with the Clippers. I feel like the Clippers are a great team. They could be a great team, but they're missing Kawhi. Like this is another one of those teams that are deep, and they are missing their star player. If they had Kawhi Leonard, this team would be automatically a playoff team. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, automatically a contender team, not even a playoff. I mean, they are going to be in the playoffs. But they're automatically a contender. I mean, you got Terrence Mann stepping up, doing his thing. You got Paul George playing pretty good basketball. Reggie Jackson still kind of hot. I mean, he's not as hot as he was in the postseason. That to Mr. October Reggie Jackson, man, like. Shout out to the Yankees. You know, I have to throw a little little thing in there for them always, too. Arlington and the Yankees. I'm going to shout them out until I die. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, Zub- you know, Zubak is there still. Um, Marcus Morris has been in and out the lineup. So, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a loss, I mean, for them, too. So, we just got to see what happens. They already announced. Let's see. They announced a couple people were out or questionable so far. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what the injuries come up to or, you know, what happens with it. But I guess I'm, a, I'm, a, I guess I'm actually – I'm going to fade Miami. I'm going to keep fading Miami because there's no way – I mean, regardless of, you know, losing Jimmy Butler, I get I get y'all lost him and he's hurt or got, got injured or whatever. But – you have enough to go. You had Tyler Hero off the bench, supposed to be the best bench player in the league. He got he dropped twenty seven last night. You have enough. You have defense, PJ Tucker. You have Ben Matabayu, solid center. He had thirty last night. I don't think I ever seen him drop thirty. Duncan Robinson, and you know Duncan Robinson had a tough shooting night last night. They're playing in the same court. I mean, technically, you'll think they have an advantage. You could look at the Heat and say, oh, they have an advantage. It was just shooting in this gym last night. 
We don't know who's going to be there. If Jimmy Butler's not there, I'm matching Clippers. No, Jimmy Butler's not. Actually, yeah, if Jimmy Butler's not there, I'm going to match Clippers. But if Jimmy Butler ends up suiting up and plays tough guy, I like him in a revenge spot. So we just got to play this game by ear, literally. Check the injury report. It probably might be up till about, like, you know, maybe about, like, 4 o'clock. But I would go ahead and lock in the Clippers right now at this value. I'll sprinkle some money line on the Clippers right now just in case Jimmy doesn't play. But if he does, then, you know, take the points or take, yeah, take the points. I mean, then be Jimmy versus – uh, Jimmy versus Paul George. So we'll see. I like the matchup for both sides, but you know, we just got to see. I mean, I think Clippers, I'll go ahead and lock in Clippers right now. So take Clippers just to get the value. But when the games, when the Lonos come out, make your, make your judgment based off that. Because you know, it just depends on what, what you feel. If they're in a motivational spot because they got their they got beat by the Lakers without LeBron last night, or are they in a potential letdown spot because ever since that Jokic stuff, they have been on a downhill trend. All right, guys, but that's gonna wrap up another episode of the Money Man Predictions Podcast. Please like, subscribe, follow, follow the page all that stuff, all that good jazz. I appreciate the support from our first episode last night. Uh, We're going to keep giving you, I'm going to keep giving you knowledge, keep giving you information. So keep listening, keep tuning in. And you guys have a blessed day. And shoot, let's win some bets. Tap in.